0: Jack, like, is sizing well Builder up. This doesn't seem so bad, Jack. We've literally gotten away with the stabbing. <laughs> it's not about that she's changed now. It's about what she once was.
1: From what I can tell, she doesn't even remember it. But I do.
2: Are oh, you just say that people can't change, shouldn't change, and shouldn't try to be better? I'm not saying people shouldn't pay for their crimes, but this
3: is not the way. So I have an appointment we need to get to. It's very important.
1: You've gotten out, Jack. They already distrust me. Tell them I was messing with your head. Maybe it's best if we hang it on me.
2: As Jack and the magician step through the, the portal, Lakshmi thumbs a text to Bulwap, and it just says, he called her auntie.
1: to real fantasy encounters where we are continuing the teen superhero game masks a new generation my name is nick and i'll be the gm i am joined by seamus hi
3: i'll be playing alex matthews or the magician charlie
2: hi i'll be playing lakshmi Deshpande or the hero known as shikari
3: and aaron and i'll be
0: playing jack horn or the hero known as adaptor
1: last time The young heroes not only took down Baron Von Mothman, but also wrote the entire Doggingsworth Academy out of existence. Alex experienced true godhood for the first time. Lakshmi downed an experimental serum that sent her powers into overdrive. And Jack clashed with the team over Worldbuilder going free. Uh, Where we left off, we were stepping through a portal to Rook Industries to go meet with Arthur Castle.
3: Got that very important... uh... 4 p.m. deadline, I believe it was. That we're 15 minutes late for already. (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) That's business. You don't show up on time.
3: (laughs) You show up 15 minutes early. (laughs) Uh, uh,
1: So the cover that we open with uh, is at Rook Industries. It's uh, in a place we've seen before. It's in the danger room. Um, The the magician is uh, in the danger room using his powers. And Jack and Lakshmi are standing in the control room wearing... These grey polos with the Rook logo on them. What are you all doing in there?
2: Who else is in the control room with us?
1: Uh Louisa Rook is mm-hmm. in there with you.
2: hmm I, I imagine Louisa Rook's probably got this like clipboard or she's analysing some kind of data. And I think Lakshmi, well, Shikari, I guess, is just sort of like paying super close attention. Like she's like looking over at her shoulder at whatever data is coming up on screen, trying to figure out what the fuck's going on with magician?
0: Um, oh god, this is edgy. Um, I think I think like yeah yeah like uh, Jack Jack is like turned away from from watching magician in the in the power tank and like like half of his face is covered in shadow, and half of his face is is lit up.
3: Oh, mm. the magician's there. Um, sort of doing what he was trying to do but like what he did before like with his hands out trying to rip reality but nothing's coming out because he can't bring himself to do it and sort of like rather than reality being asundered it's sort of just like reflected and he's sort of given a quizzical uh, I don't know what's going on <laughs> type face That's very
1: good. Yeah, the um opening uh, scenes that we have in this comic. Uh it's an underground laboratory um that is filled with these uh, robotic ticks uh, these things are like the size of VW bugs, and they've got these huge uh, skittering robot legs. And uh, as they're waddling around, you can see in their eyes and through these um, like glass chambers on the side of them that they are filled with blood. Um, they are scuttering through the hallways, they're like uh, smashing over stuff, scientists are running away, um, and the rookies are here fighting them. Uh, Mantle, the the big uh, rock man with the ex, uh, environmental suit, mm. is there like uh, punching through these things, trying to clear a way out for the scientists. We have Ark Rotor in there, who's like uh, walking up to each of the bugs and like electrocuting them right in their face mm. and watching them go down. Uh, we also have the third member of the rookies in there, who's um, uh, this uh, Korean kid who's probably maybe 19, a little older than the rest of them. Um, he is wearing this uh, fairly chunky exo suit it's got these white panels with like the the red first aid cross on them. Mm. Um, it's especially chunky around of his um, forearms, and he has these canisters filled with liquid coming off of each one. Um, he like they're sort of like clearing the path for this one kid. Um, he's uh, running down the hallway, and uh, he turns around this corner, and he faces off against his enemy that's standing over there. This is Retcon, who we saw at the end of the last issue. <laughs> he has got this long scruffy hair all the way down to his waist. He's uh, wearing this uh, big like uh, bomber coat and old ratty Jinko jeans. <laughs> <laughs> and he's uh, menacingly slouched over. And he goes, you're the kid with all the needles, right? Let's see if we can tear those open a little. <laughs> uh, we, Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, we cut over to like, uh, uh, Akarota He's like uh, shooting this lightning bolt and tearing down one of these uh, Tick robots, and he turns around just in time to see there's a blood spatter come from that side of the hallway. Oh. oh fuck! And in the next panel, you all step through to Rook Industries. Oh, oh
2: guys! Oh man, I'm so glad I made that villain. Mm. Fuck.
1: As agreed with him, like you've just gone into the reception. Um, they've passed you on down the hallway. Uh, Like, you were arguing immediately before this, so I imagine things are still pretty tense between you all as you're travelling through this campus.
2: Yeah, I think it's just sort of, like, (laughs) just really (laughs) muted, like, pungent silence.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So, yeah, we've got this really important meeting. Um, I didn't really get a chance to tell you guys, but I think my... uh, I think my my... the head of the company that I write for is maybe uh, What? Huh? What? Yeah, exactly. Great. I'm glad oh. we're on the same page. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, buddy. <laughs>
0: Wait, magician, what? What did you say? I seriously didn't catch that.
3: I think that he might be a lich built on hellbent domination.
0: Did you say lich built on... Hellbent domination? Hellbent on world domination? Yeah, maybe. The guy publishing your books.
3: Yeah. I fucking knew it. It can't be that bad, right? I goddamn knew it.
2: Okay. Okay. Well, that means we we can... Get on top of this. We, we we have a little background info already on this mission, so we're not going in completely blind.
3: Just three quarters. Three quarters. You
1: all come out of the hallway you're in. Um, the place that you've been directed to by reception uh, on one of these rook pads that you've got again is this like outdoor entertaining area where they've got a pool, a bunch of the employees have just knocked off work. They're all uh, they're having cocktails say, out of this like, little tiki bar that they've got set up on the campus.
3: Did you say Rookpad? Is this just like a tablet that has the letter R on the back of it?
1: Yes, this is a bit we did very early yes. in the series. Yeah,
3: it was like <laughs> the first bit we did.
1: Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> can't believe you can't remember the very law-crucial Rookpad. <laughs> Yeah, we've been messing around with Bulwark's Google Glass for, yeah, for ages. It's kind of taken precedence. <laughs> we've somewhere. forgotten
2: about the Rook Nook. It's, <laughs> it's pretty tragic.
1: And yeah, um, uh, you can see Arthur Castle is over there. Um, like He's not secret about his identity. He's wearing the, the full knight's armor, but um, his helmet's off and it's just sitting on the table. And uh, he's there with a, a drink and he, he waves over to you excitedly. I think he's got, like, the, the big uh, Colonel's moustache going on. and like uh, Oh, my very boy! Slick-back blonde hair. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> I love him.
1: <laughs> and uh, he's sitting there with Louisa Rook.
3: I guess this is an interview. I don't know if this is an interview, but I- it could be. Are you sure this is as
2: formal and pressing as you thought it was, magician?
3: Yeah, it sounded formal. I don't Look, I don't speak to many heroes other than, you know, like, Bulwark. But, I mean, that's a sort of a different whole different thing
2: yeah well um i guess we better go to the bar are we and I, I i look at like one of like the the various like security drones i don't know and be like just like <laughs> gesturing to the bar like are we allowed to actually like walk over there like i think there's a
1: floating drone that gives you like a brown <laughs> <laughs> like a red light
2: and, and i I, <laughs> Jack I look
1: walks through <laughs>
2: <laughs> shikara just like puts out a hand and like adapt to it he said no
0: it's it's a robot. It's a drone. What's it gonna do? Shoot me?
2: Yes. <laughs> and I walk shoot through. You.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, it's it's fine. Like they, they won't serve you alcohol. They've got mocktails there. Yeah. Which they serve up for all of you, and uh, they s- promise to send a table over that to where you're sitting.
2: Yeah. Let's let's go talk to them.
1: It, like Arthur's like standing there, like waving you yeah, over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm walking over to Arthur as we speak. Yeah, Luxury just like, sort of
2: like, oh yeah, and just like starts running out of the way with. Yeah, yeah. Starts running after adapter.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, Alex takes up the rear. He's sort of he's the, he's the one who's invited. <laughs> let's the other guys go first. Yeah.
1: Says, oh look at this. This is the new wave. Fantastic. Come sit down. You've all been doing amazing work. My name is Arthur Castle. You may know me from my work here at Rook Industries or from my former career as an exemplar. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you broken. That's what broke you
0: off.
2: <laughs> Face down dead.
0: <laughs> is, yeah, Troy McClure moment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. yeah um, uh, Jack, Jack, uh, it's just. He's so bitter yeah. about what has just happened in the last half an hour. Oh man. That yeah. <laughs> it's really difficult for him to to like even keep up the facade of like professionalism necessary <laughs> to carry out this The meeting. most
2: professional of us all. Fuck
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Louisa says, Adaptor, magician, great seeing you both again. And this must be Shikari.
2: Yes, yes. It's it's an honor to meet you, Miss Rook, and she holds out a hand and then she Oh
1: yeah, and yeah. she she goes for the handshake. Yeah. Mm.
2: I don't read her, I just shake yeah. my hand. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: <laughs> It's uh, absolutely amazing what you all did with Kittensworth. You're uh, a lot of fantastic stuff coming on. I even heard about the comic book series you've got coming out.
3: <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, what? <laughs>
1: okay, this is where it's coming out. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> and Arthur goes, Yeah, Curtis is a very old friend of mine. <laughs> Send me over some pages. What he's done with those exploding Nazi skulls, amazing work.
2: And like, I imagine, yeah, Luxury just sort of like gags a bit. She, I'm sorry, what are you talking about?
1: The, uh, um, the old Bulwark artist who's doing the comic book with you all.
2: He is, huh? And she just looks at Adapter. <laughs>
1: Don't tell me Bulwark cleared this without telling any of you.
2: I'm not sure Bulwark was the one that cleared it, but I was under the impression there was a- This um,
3: kind of sounds like a copyright violation.
2: Uh, yeah, don't we have to, like, sign permission or something for, like, artist renditions of, like, history? I don't really know how that industry works, but...
1: Well, look, I can only think of one lich who'd have a problem with it, and we're going to be taking care of him.
0: <laughs> I mean... I, I, like, like, okay, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> like, Adaptor is, is just about to justify his, his comic book decision to the rest of the team, and then hears the word lich,
1: and then, and then goes, wait, we have a plan? Uh, Louisa says, we do have a plan. Of course we do. We've been in touch with Magician here after piecing together a few... Well, Arthur can explain. Arthur goes, yes, an uh, old co-worker of mine, Fiber Optic, is very plugged into the network on a lot of things. <laughs> He's uh, managed to put together some of the new Aegis reports coming out about what's happened at Kittensworth. I don't know if you've had any contact with Aegis on this, but they have a theory that this has happened before that that what has happened before the reality bending the magician here has performed
2: i mean the the magician does a, a fair bit of like magic and reality warping i i would as i mean of course he's done it before but i you mean on this big of a scale don't you
1: um yeah louisa says uh, it actually lined up very well with our old research uh, you see i suppose i can share this with the others now adaptor my understanding that the magic was not coming from inside or from outside, but instead from another source. Uh, what it's ended up being is we don't believe that the magician is magic, or rather, the magic isn't creating the reality bending. The reality bending is creating the magic. We've had it switched around this entire time.
3: Uh, um, how, how long have you guys had that suspicion?
1: We only really pieced together all those parts. Once we got this information from Aegis. This is very new to us as well.
3: Right, but the the, the, the hinting of my abilities not being actually magic.
1: Well, uh, Arthur leans in and goes, the thing that really glued it together for us was your friendship with Alex Matthews. <laughs> 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 See, reality bending it's a very tricky power a lot of people have an understanding of things like uh you know fire so they can create fire not many people have a full understanding of reality and so reality bending is a lot harder to do often it takes the form of something where you have lived in something that feels real to you say if you're a fan of these books and have read them many, many times, that world has probably been so deeply imagined in your head that it does feel real to you, in a sense. And that's something you can overlay onto our reality and pull those elements through. Right. That's how deeply interlinked you and Alex Matthews are.
3: <laughs> it's fucking glorious. I guess that kind of makes sense. I am, like a, I am actually a really big fan of those books.
1: The biggest fan, Yeah. <laughs> I would have to say.
3: Looks <laughs> at my outfit. <laughs> yeah, I,
1: I guess I would be. And so you've actually pulled the details from his book into our world.
3: Right, so if you were to write another book...
1: And if you were to read that over and over and deeply internalize it, you could pull through new information. That's... Maybe even new ways to defeat this lich. Interesting. Uh, Louisa says, that's not quite what we had in mind, though. We're hoping that we can augment your understanding of reality.
3: Okay, H- how?
1: We've been working on a, a 2.0 of fiber Optics' as unit that he uses, uh, one that could literally break down the details of reality itself in front of you. It would be quite dangerous for long-term use, but if you could get in range of this lich, it could potentially allow you to break him down into nothing, the same way that you broke things at Kittensworth down into nothing.
2: Uh, I... And Lakshmi at this point puts a hand on the magician's shoulder. I feel like rather than breaking things down at Kingsworth, he just altered them. It wasn't destruction; it was rejuvenation. And and
1: uh, well, let's hear it from the magician's mouth. How did it feel?
3: How did it feel? I, um odd. It it's hard to describe in words that I would, would that you could understand. It didn't matter. I guess is probably. the the easiest way to describe what happened nothing nothing mattered it was irrelevant and when people that i logically knew were in trouble they i just made them not in trouble
1: yeah uh, arthur says i like where shikari here is coming from let's rejuvenate the lich give him a new image oh well well you put would... him put him to good use right
2: oh my god <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs>
0: This is this is when a dafto pipes up and goes uh, let's actually get close enough to this person in order to defeat them how do we know that this device
1: is even going to work she says well you know we'd have to do a, a few test runs with you first test
2: runs are we talking about human experimentation i'm i'm sorry magician that's the, 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 I, that's it's, a that's a lot
1: shikari it's a suit it's no different to what any of the other uh, rookies here are using it's a bit bigger.
2: Uh, I mean, I mean, magician, it's up to you, but obviously, but I mean, is this something you want to do?
3: This lich threatens everyone that I care about. You guys, my family, probably at this point Alex Matthews even and his family.
2: Yeah, but what, what would this mean for you though? This this is we're, we're, and she turns back to the, the adults because we're, we're talking almost about, like, not quite eugenics, but <laughs> nearly there. Like, okay, we don't like the way this... Sh-
1: Shikari, it's a suit.
2: <laughs> yeah, but it's I'm not talking about the suit. I'm talking about what it's going to do, what you're, you're talking about doing with it.
1: Do you have a problem with what magician already did at Kittensworth then?
2: That's not what's being discussed. Well, you you said earlier that... The the magician and Alex Matthews and their connection meant that the magician was drawing elements from the world of the book into ours. Can't we just send him back?
1: And Arthur steps in and goes, look, if that's the route you want to take, that's absolutely up to you.
2: Certainly seems a lot
3: less chaotic. and just, just... I feel the issue there is I don't think I can do that.
1: It would be very hard to separate the details of this reality. It's kind of a package deal, if I'm understanding it right, magician. If you were to try and erase the lid from this reality, it would be very difficult not to erase your own magician identity as well.
3: I mean, if that's if I had to give up being who I am to to save the world, I could probably do that.
1: And Arthur goes well. <laughs> I just need to slide these across the table, then, and he he pulls out um some forms, he um s- slides those <laughs> over to magician. And that <laughs> door catches
0: them halfway and goes, you know, uh, Arthur, can I call you Arthur? You can call me Arthur. I, uh, I think the new wave really need to have a discussion about this before any member of the team starts signing anything.
1: Oh look, uh, let me make my offer first, and then we'll we'll leave you and you can discuss it over some mocktails, hey. <laughs> Basically, if you're going to be using uh, very high high technology, uh, we do need to ensure that you are an employee here. Just for clearance reasons.
3: Yeah. <laughs> what does being an employee mean?
1: Well, as an under 18 member, it would mean being part of the rookies.
3: Well,
2: we're, we're already our own sort of independent unit. Like, we were. I guess we're still sort of associated with Bulwark, though I'm not too sure.
1: Uh, We can have you on as a backbencher if that makes sense. There has been an injury on the team, so you may need to step in for a couple of things. But otherwise, you'd still be an independent agent. I I didn't want to create any team friction, so I actually uh, added a little bonus in there for you that we don't normally throw in: two unpaid interns, of your choosing. (laughs)
2: <laughs> Absolute sack of
1: shit.
3: Wait, 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 wait. Why is unpaid specifically specified?
1: Well, <laughs> the the sorts of bonuses that you give them entirely up to you as their employer, right?
3: Right. Oh my God. Just <laughs> are you
1: wait? It's just not a paycheck. You can uh, offer them other things around the facility.
3: Wait, are you telling me that the rookies get paid? Okay. Wait, hold up.
1: There is, And he flips over to where there is a figure on this page. Oh, my God. And he gestures to it. It is six digits long.
2: (sighs) What the fuck? Oh, my God. (laughs) I think, yeah, this whole time Shikari's been drinking a cocktail and she jolts so hard that it just kind of goes over the side of, like, the bench. (laughs) (laughs) And she's just staring at it.
0: Jack has this thousand yards <laughs> there. Like, like he's, he's just looking down this paperwork. He isn't even looking at, at either side right now. Like, everything is just a clusterfuck.
1: <laughs> yeah, Louisa says, uh, We'll give you some time to think about it. The, the bar and the pool will be open for a while.
3: Okay. Um, thank you, I guess.
1: Yep. Uh, Arthur goes, Fantastic meeting you all.
3: Yes, it was a pleasure
2: meeting you too, uh, Arthur Castle.
1: Look forward to hearing your response. And they get up
3: and they walk off. That's a lot of zeros. That's like, I think,
2: that's like four years of rent.
3: I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be right back. And I, um, the magician teleports home <laughs> right. to his bathroom. Yeah. and Throws up. Okay. Oh God. Yeah. Jesus.
2: And I, I think when that happens. I mean, like, like, Shikari's concerned, but she grabs the paperwork and just starts reading it. Mm. Like, fine lines, bullet prints. Like, how long is this thing? Like, how many pages?
1: Um, it's, it's not, like, excessively long. It's probably like five pages.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh,
1: uh-huh. um, mm-hmm. Uh, like, a lot of the details on there are non-disclosure. We're using a technology that goes out to, like, uh, the military and private military contractors. Um, that is, like, a, a lot of the suits that the rookies use are prototypes for these kinds of things. So there needs to be that level of secrecy involved.
2: Uh huh. And then I think as she's reading, she looks over to adapter. Are you just still thousand thousand yachting?
0: Like like he's he's kinda come back into into reality now. Um and he he looks to Shikari and says This is a government agency we're talking about. The <laughs> government affiliate. Yeah. And government affiliated, I should say. And 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 these bucks these bucks come with their own set of principles that one needs to adhere to i mean we don't know what they really want to do with the lich arthur castle was talking five seconds ago about rebranding him putting him to good use that sounds a lot like Aegis talk to me
2: i don't think lakshmi knows what to say i think she's just reading and then she looks over to the spot where where the magician was sitting and then she looks back to adapter and she just sort of i think there's a lot you haven't been telling us I think there's a lot everyone hasn't been telling us.
0: I slide over another mocktail <laughs> and <laughs> I'm like, I do need to come clean on a couple things. Let's address the most important thing.
2: Are we going to address it with her or without the magician here?
0: I want to tell you first. <sighs> I think I think you'll be able to explain it to him in a little bit better than I can.
2: So I'm the messenger for you.
0: You're definitely better friends with him than I am.
2: (laughs) It's not for lack of trying.
0: Shikari, I've known about this theory about Magician's powers for a while now. It was immediately after taking Magician to the initial testing that Rook did on him. I didn't tell him at the time because I was worried that a situation like this would occur. Uh, Louisa Rook told me, specifically so.
2: Told you what?
0: That they would try and recruit him into the rookies.
2: Him or us?
0: I was reading between the lines. I mean, you—you you saw the wording in the contract. We're being taken on as two unpaid interns. The person of interest is the magician. And and and, look, it's not about the paycheck. It's about what we buy into when we join up with an organization like this. I mean, insider squabbles aside. What we just did with Wellbuilder then—we're free to butt heads because we're independent. These guys, if they wanted to do questionable things, they're the ones who
1: are going to get the final say. There's a good pan over to a bunch of these employees like playing uh, water volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> they're all wearing leis <laughs> and like like Hawaiian
0: shirts oh, and flip flops. <laughs> mm. They're all laughing. Mm.
3: <laughs> the rookies work for us. Yeah, we're not evil. We exactly. Promise. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> don't be evil. <laughs> um, uh...
2: I'm not saying I'm gonna. I'm taking this at face value, but on a very blunt and basic note, I mean, you and the magician. Well, at least it seems like you don't have to worry about. And she just taps at the number on the sheet. But for someone like me, this. This could change a lot of things. This could help a lot. I, I, I wouldn't have to work double. I, I wouldn't have to pull extra hours to to help pay bills. I, I could hire a babysitter. I, I could. We could move to more than a two-bedroom apartment. We, we wouldn't have to eat shoddy bread. My mum wouldn't have to get go without lunches at work. This, I and I, I'm. Not saying this is going to sell me, but I mean, at the very least, I thought we were close enough that you'd at least have the decency to let us know.
0: Specifically about Magician's powers, I was worried at the time that the team would disintegrate. I, I didn't want to be put in charge of a team and then have it immediately fold under my control.
2: I. I get not The Magician can be volatile at times. Mm. We both know that, and his, he wears his heart on his sleeve. He, he lives by his emotions, and he doesn't bother to hide anything. And you could be right. I mean, case in point, we both saw how he reacted. But is that really so much worse than being lied to? Or at least have the... I think he would have preferred to know.
0: I think he might be right.
2: It certainly would have given him a lot more time to get used to the fact, rather than having it dumped all on him right now, when he needs to learn to deal with this fact in 0.1 seconds. He could have had months. And, I mean, yeah, we were a new team, but we'd worked together here and there before that. And, I mean, did you really have so much, so little faith in us? That, I mean, I, despite everything that's happened today, everything, I... I think we can work through this. There's a lot. <laughs> there is a lot that needs to be addressed, but we work through it. That's we, we fight for what we want. That's what heroes do, right? How can we do that if we're keeping secrets from each other?
1: Do you want to come back to this point, Alex? Yeah,
3: that's when I uh portal back in, um, sort of wiping my mouth a little bit. It's like, sorry, I think I ate something bad yesterday, guys. And she, she puts her hand
2: on your shoulder and she sees how peaky you look. She's like... You
3: okay? Um, it's just kind of a lot. Like I've known for like since since the kittensworth academy incident that my abilities may not necessarily be magic, um, and they're a bit more destructive than I originally thought. Um, but to have someone blatantly tell me it's just it's just a lot and that they'd known for a while like it would have been really great to be able to acclimatize that information rather than i mean if i had have known maybe kittensworth may have gone down differently maybe everything would have gone down differently
2: hindsight's magician hindsight's 2020 we
3: can't yeah but when you're dealing with powers that can literally change the fabric of reality Maybe you need to be extra hard on yourself for it.
2: No, I don't think you do.
3: We're going to kill Aaron today. <laughs> <laughs> You're
2: going to have a stroke at the table. <laughs> You're just going to, like, you've been holding your breath. We're just waiting for you to go blue and pass out.
3: <laughs> at the end of it all, though, it's comforting that you guys, both of you, are at least here to hear me out on this and help me through what I... I, I have no idea what I'm doing. I have <laughs> no idea what I'm doing. I
2: don't think any of us do. <laughs> no. Sure,
3: but it helps to know what, not know what I'm doing together. Yeah. Do you guys understand that?
2: Together. And she she holds up a glass that one of the, the bartender droids gave her back, and she holds it up very meekly. Yep. And just waits for you to clink glasses.
3: <laughs> yeah, should I clink a glass of glass? We all cheers these <laughs> tropical fruit mocktails. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> Alex is just drinking water. They're all so
2: like even then it's gaudy as hell. Like you wanted water, but there's like a little toothpick with cherries on it. Yeah, yeah. a couple of
3: slices of cucumber in
2: it. Yeah. (laughs) Do we? I don't really feel comfortable talking more about this here. And there's another panel of just, like, some kids going down a water... Well, not, like, teenagers, young heroes going down a water slide. Yeah. And there's some people, like, tanning in front of, like, um like UV poles. <laughs> They're, like, lying down on these rays are coming out. Like, can we... This seems... I mean, like, they just pitched us jobs in probably the nicest place in their facility for obvious reasons. I think I'd rather not have any further discussions here. Who knows how much this place is bugged.
1: Uh, you hear a voice at this point and says, Hey, it's the new wave! <laughs> and uh, Mantle walks out into the pool area and goes, Hey, guys. What are you all doing here?
3: Oh! Hey! <laughs> hey, uh, Mantle. Uh, I guess considering a job offer?
1: A job offer? Right here? Yeah. Are you going to be one of the rookies? Are you going to work with us?
3: That's not been decided yet.
1: Magician, it would be really, really cool. We've all heard about the stuff you're doing. We've all pre-ordered the comics already.
2: Yeah, comics.
1: I I shoot it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like like yeah, Jack, Jack is just just inhaling this mocktail.
2: <laughs> like it's going to do something.
1: Yeah. yeah. And listen, we're we're a member down. We could really use you. We're going up against these uh, uh guy named Retcon. Him and this old bug alien called Zegark the Annihilator have got some tag team going on. Really messed up our buddy psychotrope
3: that's um that's not good maybe is he okay?
1: uh he's stable oh.
3: <laughs> he got a
1: bad deal. he uses a lot of um uh, uh I would say probably jack of all people would, would probably have the the reference point to know Psychotrope is uh probably like one of the other mainline rookies uh, he's uh, he was a hero before this in a different team he went by the name Kid Vigil. And mm. his superpower was that he was always super alert. He was always super energised. Yeah. Uh, when Rook took him in, they found out his body produced a bunch of like uh, extra chemicals and can produce any chemicals. And so they built him a suit to like extract those. Oh God. So, uh,
3: oh. like the He was ins- made to relive every extraction ever? <laughs> oh. Well, oh.
1: that and his suit literally taps into his veins on a regular basis. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jesus. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, things got pretty bloody in there.
2: I'm Well, I hope you have a speedy recovery. I, it's nice to see you. You seem like you're having fun. Beach ball flies over his head.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, the spa's the one place I can get in around here without boiling it already. You know what I mean?
3: <laughs> 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 they just turn it off and you'd sit there and everyone else would have a good time, right? Yeah, keep it going. Everyone
1: loves it.
0: <laughs> oh, man.
1: <laughs>
3: you could make the pool heated?
1: I could make the... Well, they don't like that as much. (laughs) Makes it hard to play beach volleyball. Sorry. uh, No, that's the one you play on the sand. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, really hoping you sign on. It'd be great to have you around here. I'll catch you all later. Have fun. Mm. And he walks off.
3: I think we should go. As in leave? Yeah. Where do you want to go?
0: Listen, uh, this is something that I think you guys would benefit more from discussing than... Discussing it with me, and I push over those papers.
2: Nope, yeah, but mm-hmm. we
0: have other
3: things to discuss.
2: yeah, yeah, we do. Like
3: a um a comic book series
0: um uh, yeah, Adaptor goes into his wallet um, and takes out Curtis Hawkwell's business card, right and gives it over to you as well.
3: Oh,
2: okay. Nope, you're still coming with us.
0: I need to have a conversation with bulwark. Can it wait? Um
2: because we I really don't want to put this off. Please.
0: Well, it depends what we're discussing.
2: <laughs> well, what do you think? At the very least the comic book. The very least.
0: I signed us up for a comic series. Yeah,
2: no shit.
0: Curtis Hawkwell is animating it. Right now I'm so far away from all of this. But what I predicted is happening is happening. The rookies are trying to snipe you, magician.
3: Yeah, with a lot of zeros.
0: With a lot of zeros.
3: But you guys are my team. We work good, well, good, well, we work well together. Do we? I think so. When we, when we do stuff and we communicate. When
2: we want to work together, we do it well. And I for one still want to.
3: When we prevent, present a unified front, generally, we get shit done. I mean, you guys remember we saved the world, right? yeah we did and that was that wasn't even at our best we were pretty pretty broken up there for a while yet we managed to pull together get our heads out of our asses and do what needed to be done and i think that's what matters we can work well together and i think if we perhaps if we shared a bit more were a bit more open with each other maybe we'd be a better team in general I think that could probably be said about any team, to be honest.
2: Huh. Look, if you really do need to try and contact Bulwark, just... I mean, I'm not going to stop you, but, like, we're not going to have any kind of discussion until you're back.
1: Clavaria says, Postpone the meeting, Jack. I need to talk things over with you as well. In my head, I say, Which meeting?
0: The meeting with Bulwark? Or this meeting here? No, this meeting this here. Me- oh, right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what I have to say is pretty basic anyway.
2: Okay, good. This for is a
0: magician's it. decision.
2: It is. It's not our contract.
3: Right, but it doesn't mean I can
0: make this decision alone. All I have to offer is don't be too hasty deciding it. That's it.
2: While my perspective probably comes from a different angle, my suggestion is the same. Don't take things at face value. I think this I think there's more going on here than we realise. That means staying away from work industries, or if that means getting close to the lion's den to get a better look at it. I mean, these are your powers, and this is an opportunity for you. And I mean, we'll be with you, regardless, but I don't want to watch you burn yourself out.
1: Since everyone was so keen for my input as well, (laughs) tell them I want Alex to sign the contract. Put me down as a vote in favour.
0: <clears throat> Lavaria says you should sign the contract. She does? Yeah.
2: That's... And you're adamantly against it, aren't you?
0: I'm saying don't be too hasty, but it is Alex's decision.
3: I'm glad that she's deciding to have communication with the team.
2: Yeah. Thank you, Lavaria.
3: I'm popular now, yay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I think when, yeah, Shikari's just kind of looking at your temple when she says that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, but I should...
2: Doesn't know really where to look.
3: <laughs> Alex is always the hand. Mm. <laughs> it's always the hand. Um, I'll um, I'll take this. Oh, is it? It's a tablet that has this contract on it, right? No, it's printed out. It's printed out. Perfect. Even better. Um, because I was very worried about taking a tablet with me. Yeah. <laughs> because people could just open mics on that shit. <laughs> um, I'll take this and um, read it over and might talk to Sarah about it. She's... Mm. Red contracts before, I mean nothing yeah. like this. But I mean, <laughs> it'd be nice to hear her opinion.
2: If anyone's going to be able to make heads or tails of it fast, it's going to be her.
3: And I'll um, I'll take your guys' advice to not I'll rush into it. My current viewpoint is this: this enemy that we're up against may not be something that we can face alone. For more reasons rather than just ability, more that he has access to. My life. He knows who I am, and that's a big risk for me. Um, but if 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 you guys come up with any reason for me not to sign this at all, I'll I'll listen to you guys. I mean, we've gotten to get this far, right? Uh, if you really need to see Bullwalk, you can obviously go ahead and do that. I might. Um, I just need time to think about everything that's happened today. Also, I'm not. I'm not against the comic. I just would have. Like, to know about it first.
2: Yeah. I also would have liked to not have publications of me blowing up Nazis vividly in excruciating detail. I would have liked to have had that bit cut out, but the idea in principle I'm not against. i just going to have to make sure mum doesn't see it.
3: <laughs> I just hope a lich doesn't come after uh, whoever you've uh, hired as a comic book writer.
0: Curtis has done this kind of stuff before. I think he... I think also, he understands the risk.
3: Also, it's kind of. I know we haven't had much time for you guys to reread these edits that I've had to make to my novel, <laughs> but it, it kind of comes a little conflict of interesty with this. And I um reach into a, a satchel that I I reach into I reach into my tome and I pull out sort of apparate uh, two sets of script manuscripts. Mm. I hand them to you. This is an edited version, basically. The magician and his uh, crew get transported to our world and become superheroes
0: <laughs> that's a hell
3: of a new direction do we know about napalm so there's this organization <laughs> <laughs> um i just i don't really remember what their their acronym stands for, but it basically pronounces napalm they're an explosive group of um <laughs> of parents and uh that that don't like lit RPGs. So mm. I was told I'm not allowed to make a magic lit RPG anymore and that it needs to be something different. Wait, so, you're not
2: talking about those like those angry mob Karens on TV or are you? They were on like the morning show. Yeah, those. And they have Are you telling me they've somehow got jurisdiction over what you write now?
3: Well, the studio doesn't like it. And so now I have to write something else. So now I guess we're doing a genre change to superhero novels.
1: Are are you specifically avoiding saying that it was Mr. Living's decision? Yes. (laughs) Yeah.
3: (laughs) Huh? Um, Because, you know, superhero novels are super culturally culturally appropriate.
0: I mean, yeah, that's... Effectively realism at that point.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> I've never written anything real before and I didn't <laughs> I didn't think of it like that until just now. God, I hope it's not trashy.
2: You're writing about magic users and and nope,
3: I'm ru- writing about superheroes.
2: Ah, yes. And she air quotes. I mean, it's just flavor text.
3: Also, um, I may have had to adapt the uh, abilities of um, Angus and Lapis a little bit. Uh, they kind of maybe reflect um, some people that I know in my real life.
2: I mean, you've, you've got a pretty good track record for doing that already, so... Just don't get too mad
3: when you read it.
0: I'm I'm not going to be mad. I think it's kind of cool. But more to the point... Your publishing company just bowed to, what, these censors?
2: Yeah, I guess. I mean, we know who the publishing company is owned by. I know,
0: yeah. (laughs) What's the deal there?
3: Well, um... (laughs) I think that's pretty (laughs) obvious. Sarah told me that it came straight from the top. Oh. And there was nothing that we could do to fix it. Unless
0: we take this guy down.
3: You
2: thought I was being paranoid.
3: (laughs) I mean, look. If you were to come up to anyone, and say, "Hey, your publisher is a lich bent on hell- world domination," what are they, what are they going to think?
2: I read his mind.
0: I think it's another day in Halcyon yeah. City. To be fair,
2: you're not wrong there. You're
3: not wrong. Okay.
1: Uh, which scene do we want to do next?
3: I think we do Jack scene.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we need to do that yeah. scene before you go apocalyptic.
1: Um, yeah. Clavara says, I hate to rush you, Jack. But I've got to go. I've got to talk to Bulwark and I walk off. Yeah. Uh, I think she suits up around you. Mm. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah, no. moving on. yeah. <laughs> I just, yeah, I just let it happen. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you portal off. We needed to talk. Mm. Yeah. Uh, does she, I think she takes you back to the slaughterhouse. Oh, okay. Yeah. She says, you were, you were listening to that, uh, volcano man mantle yeah retcon zeagark oh my god hard to believe they haven't been pulled in for the trials the trial wasn't are... even thinking about that the trials are over they closed up this morning why are they still at large okay all right you see why i'm in favor of signing the contract now we need to get on that team when we do get on that team that is when our big plan comes into effect jack Because that is our opportunity to save Bulwark's life. Of course. Those two, they're going to go for him. We'll leave him out of the loop for now. And we use the rookies to go in and perform a big rescue. He will have no choice but to let us back in after that. You're right. Things will return to normal.
0: That's a good plan. Thank you.
1: You're welcome. So, to have your discussion with Bulwark, just wanted to give you the heads up. That can be left out. I still need to talk
0: to him. He hasn't tried to get in contact with me. What was all that lava lamp business about? How do you plan to get back in? He still won't let us in the house. What about Shorthorn?
1: We need to go to Skull and Bones Media. That's where she was, right?
0: What time is it approximately during the day right now? Well, is it appropriate for me to go knocking on Skull and Bones Media door? Like this? Well, right now, yeah, we
1: discussed that it is
0: like after work at the moment. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Someone, someone has to know. I, I, oh God, okay, no, <laughs> oh, God. I'm gonna have to talk to magician about this, aren't I? I mean, can't um, you just call yeah. him?
2: Just give him a phone call. You
0: From guys literally, you guys are literally like in the lobby in the rook building. Um, I give Alex Matthews a call. Yep.
3: I pick up my phone and I look at you. <laughs> and I look back at you and i like,
2: I guess answer it.
3: Uh, hello? Uh,
0: Listen, magician, Um, I'm trying to find Shorthorn.
3: Okay. How can I help? Do you want me to magic find her?
0: No. I need the number of Skull and Bones Media. I'm. I'm pretty sure I know where she is.
3: Have you tried doing a house search? <laughs> Sick of shit.
1: All right, write that one down. I hate
3: this.
2: <laughs> well, fucking Bill Gates does not exist in this universe.
0: I just need to get in the door. the
3: The number would be fine. Um, number. Yeah, sure. Let me. Um, and you sort of hear the phone go distant as he's. I'm just flipping through some uh, some some things here. Uh, home contacts. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. Um, I have three numbers for them. You don't want Mister Living's number. <laughs> um,
0: even his secretary would do.
3: I could probably get you like security or reception. Yeah, reception. I send through the number to skull and bones media reception which i probably have yes and, what are you, and just before what i hang up exactly going to do yeah
0: i just need to touch base i need to figure out why she didn't come back
3: and you're sure that that this is where she is
0: yeah i'm pretty certain listen uh you don't need to keep this a secret it tells shikari
3: i mean she been standing right next to me and has heard every word that i oh, said
0: oh good it's on the loudspeaker. <laughs> yeah hi shikari <laughs> hey it's there's a lot of going stuff going on in my mind right now okay Just
3: don't do anything stupid yeah be safe if you need help press the e- emergency evac button you know, I should put one of those on you guys' pendants i'll think of that
0: i won't do anything stupid and i hang up the phone <laughs> i give reception a call
1: Scarlet Bones Media, Deborah speaking. Uh
0: Hi, Deborah.
1: <laughs> Hello, how can I help you?
0: Um I need to schedule a meeting with Lanius Living. Edgar Living. <laughs> Edgar <laughs> Living. Yeah, yeah.
1: Good. Uh, of course, where are you calling from?
0: Uh right now. Um
1: What company are you from?
0: I'm we're more like an independent venture. Um uh, actually uh, to level with you, uh, I'm, I'm an agent representing Curtis Harkwell. You know the comic book author?
1: Uh, you hear very slow clicking on a keyboard. <laughs> oh yes, a comic book writer. Mm. Uh, well, look, Curtis got a little bit too
0: eager with one of his pet projects, and uh, it involves some particularly sensitive uh, in IP that, that belongs to Skull and Bones. I, I, I need to talk to him uh, about where we kind of stand before we go to print
1: uh, was, uh hold on hold on how soon are you available but well, i'm sorry i didn't catch your name um
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs>
2: uh,
1: my
0: name is jack horn
1: oh well mr horn uh, edgar happens to work late he's just come out and he says he's happy to see you as soon as you can come in
0: i'll be there asap mm-hmm. see you soon um uh, and <laughs> like, like like run run into the slaughterhouse yeah. and like like magic up the the most formal wear that i have at my disposal um uh, your
3: least ripped pair of jeans my least ripped pair of the jeans the shirt that only has one stain on it i'm
0: trying to look like one of those trendy new corporate types
3: <laughs> oh so you've got <laughs> like, like a t-shirt with a blazer on top yes oh, yeah, yeah 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 yeah
0: like that's that's what i'm going with um uh except my hand is in a fucking sling. Um uh, inside my head I I say to Clavaria, I need to figure out what happened to Shorthorn.
1: We're going into meet a lich right now, Jack. Do we have an out? Portals. <laughs> Portals, of course. You and I
0: <laughs> we make a good one person between us. Please tell Dr. Vampire at least. I'll leave a note in the fridge. Yep. I leave a note on the fridge. <laughs> um, <laughs> gone
3: to have a meeting with a
0: lich. <laughs> Signed, adaptor. Um,
3: <laughs> if not back in,
2: in four hours, please help. Please, <laughs> please. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> do not resuscitate. Um, <laughs> um, uh, do
1: we want to switch over to another scene? Um, I think so, because um, uh, Lakshmi, uh, are you just heading home after this? Because your mum just want to talk to you
2: yeah 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 she's she's um gotta do the boys' lunches for school tomorrow, so yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah she's gotta go home uh yeah um do you mind popping me a portal
3: yeah yeah no that's fine it's um you por- need me
2: just call, yeah,
3: yeah, no, I've been reluctant to use portals recently, but I found a new way of doing it recently oh, that's good rather than ripping reality, you sort of just Shunt it to one side for a second. Um, so sure. And I'll um, teleport you home.
1: Cool. Does that new teleport look different?
3: Um, it's a lot smoother mm. than it was before. So before when the, um, the, the the portal that opened up from the magic circle, um, there were a lot more um, curved lines and stuff. On the last one, this one's a lot more geometric shapes. Um, and a lot more calculations and it seems to be a lot more math based than just sort of gut feeling wrenching it Mm. Um, and the transport is a lot more um, like moving on a bus so instead of sort of just sort of popping from one place to another you feel like you're in motion it's more like that it's accelerated you from one point to another rather than just ripping you from one point in space to another cool Mm.
2: yeah and i reckon you'll Probably just pop me in my living room since everyone fucking knows now.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um your mum is in the kitchen. She's like uh, doing dinner stuff, just chopping up vegetables. The second she sees you, she goes, Lakshmi. Can you come in here please, Lakshmi?
2: Oh, I've gotta get the boys' stuff ready. Can we talk? No,
1: no, this is this is pretty important. I'm gonna need you to make a phone call.
3: I'll um I'll catch you later and then Alex goes home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Holy
1: shit, okay. <laughs> Uh, you see, like, she's uh, writing down this number on a, just a post-it note, and she, like, you've got, like, a phone there that's, like, just like a cordless landline, and she puts that in front of you, and she puts the phone in front of you. And she says, that's Basil's number. Uh-huh. You're going to call him, and you're going to tell him that you won't be accepting the job.
2: Ooh. Mm. Mm, sorry, what?
1: <laughs> Lakshmi. Now that I know about your secret identity, there's something I have been supportive of as your mum. <laughs> 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 I do actually, it's my responsibility to I'm make sure no. that- you don't, I'm
2: sorry, supportive?
1: I'm making sure that you don't reveal your secret identity. You have super strength, Shikari. If you start working for a furniture removalist, do you really think you're going to be able to keep that secret?
2: You had no idea.
1: Lakshmi, you're, you're... You're
2: supposed to be the person closest to me, and you had no idea.
1: Because you kept it secret from me. Teenagers are famously good at that. Yeah, and, I'm and not mothers mad about it.
2: <laughs> are obviously very good at keeping their own secrets.
1: What secret are you talking about?
2: I don't know, that you're a member of, like, the NRA or whatever. What? I don't know, bringing... I haven't had a chance to, since you're just... I've been... You've... For as long... As I can remember, you've always taught me to, to walk away from fights, which obviously is something I've not picked up on. But I thought at the very least you, a nurse, would have just... Do you have any idea what sort of mess you and your friends made for us at Doggingsworth Kittens were...
1: me first of all, I didn't take any weapons in with me. I just had my first aid stuff. Secondly, I couldn't talk them out of it. Once they'd found out you... their children were in danger...
2: You put them, you and your friends put them in even more danger. Your friends bought weapons to a school full of children.
1: And it didn't turn out fantastic. How
2: else did you think it was going to turn out? (laughs) What, did you expect to go in there, guns blazing? I told you, it was supposed to be reconnaissance. If you knew something like that was going to happen... You could have let me know. I could have prepared. There could have been a lot less collateral damage. Do you have any idea of the damage you
1: caused? I'm, I'm very sorry, Lakshmi. Sorry? And I'm grateful that you and your friend sorted it out and that it's a fantastic school now.
2: I've been trying to keep... I've been trying to be the good daughter. I have been looking after the boys. I have been helping pay bills, which still needs to be done. You can't work any more hours legally. You won't get paid overtime. And we can't afford to move into a smaller place, so I have to work. L- L- it's not actually, like I'm getting paid for this. We
1: can make it work. Kittensworth uh, opened the offer again. They want to give the boys a scholarship.
2: Mm, no. And
1: your teammate, the magician. He made it... A good school.
2: There's still a lot not known about what happened there. And I, I just don't... I, I, I can't understand. I thought... I, I trusted you. You asked me to trust you. You asked me to talk to you. And I did. And w- what do you do? I, I, I tell you going into... I told you what I needed to happen. None of that was... We were supposed to walk in, have a look, and then walk out. The things that we had to do there. The things that the magician and adapter and I... i You're a nurse. You're supposed to... You let them bring guns into a school. She, what do you think was going to happen?
1: Lakshmi, uh, I understand the right thing didn't happen there, but that is aside from what you've got to do now, which is you have to call Basil and tell him that you won't be working for him.
2: I'm sorry, I can't do
1: that. She is uh, going to... Use her influence over you.
2: Mm-hmm. <coughs>
1: yeah, to reject that, <laughs> yeah. To shift uh, up your mundane and down your danger.
2: Mm. Yeah, no, she's got to reject that. Eh, she's <laughs> got to reject that. It's gonna go. Oh, it's been a while since I rejected influence. I just okay, yeah, Yep. Yeah. Oh, what the fuck do I add to that if anything? Or is it just a flat roll? I think it's just a flat, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's
3: flat. Just flat.
2: That's a nine. Okay. Okay, I get to clear a condition on my potential by immediately acting to prove them wrong. Shift one label up or down on my choice. Cancel that... Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm cancelling my mother's influence over me and taking plus one forward against her.
1: Wow. All right. Yikes. I
2: think what Shikari does... Well, what Lakshmi does is... Kittensworth is an anomaly at that point. And... Even if you don't trust me as a daughter, as a hero I can tell you that there is that place is still an unknown and I'm not comfortable having the boys there. And she picks up the phone and she dials the number and and she waits for it to pick
1: up. Oh it's a basil here.
2: I'm sorry, what the fuck <laughs> is that accent? Could you do that again, please? What?
1: That's a new Greek accent. <laughs> <laughs> That's Greek!
2: That's supposed to be fucking Greek. It's- <laughs> oh man. S- sorry,
1: I'm fucking with you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't think you are. I don't I <laughs> think you you're are saying uh, that because we
1: called out your <laughs> accent. <laughs> no, I'm fucking with you, but also I intend on doing this accent. <laughs> <laughs> Those things are mutually exclusive.
2: Uh, hi, hi, this is Luxury.
1: Oh, this is Basil here.
2: Um, No, I'm just.
1: You're my new employee, right?
2: Yes, yes, yes. Um just calling to let you know that um I've I've gotten the roster you've sent over and I'll 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 see you uh was it four PM sharp?
1: Oh amazing, excellent.
2: Uh no worries. I'm it'll be a pleasure working with you. I've I've got it. I just thought I'd give you a call and let you know in this whole time she's been just staring down her mother.
1: Yeah. Oh no, but, uh, Spiro tells me you're a strong gal.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hopefully I'll be able to um Keep up with the work. Um, I'm. I'm sorry. I've. I've. I've got to go. I just thought I'd introduce myself. Um, but it was nice talking to you. I'll. I'll see you in on Tuesday. I believe.
1: All right. Fantastic. See you then.
2: And and she hangs up the phone and goes, you know better than I do that we need this job, and I, you, you've proven to me that I can't trust you.
1: She doesn't say anything to that. I think she walks to her bedroom and she closes the door.
2: And I think Lakshmi just goes over to the 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 forgotten like like dinner that's half prepped and just continues to to keep cooking until the boys come down for dinner. Yeah. And just, there's like a sequence of them just being like, "Oh, where's mom? She's like, "Oh, she's she's working." And there's just a scene a shot of them all eating dinner and Lakshmi sitting in between them like helping them do their homework.
1: Yeah. Jack, uh, we'll come to you next, Alex, but. Uh, uh, we see, like, Skull and Bones Media, mm. uh, you are sitting in Mr. Living's office. Yeah, it is uh been redesigned in the most gothic fashion possible. <laughs>
3: yes, beats. Oh,
1: the furniture's black. He's got this big uh, black desk with these, like, uh, ornate... Um, it's got gargoyles
3: on the corners <laughs> of it. <laughs> like... That's my dream office right yeah. now. Yeah,
1: like, aesthetically,
2: I love Mr. Living.
1: Mm. And he's got just this ridiculous, like, thrown swivel chair behind him. <laughs> it says, well, uh, Mr. Horn, a little younger than I was expecting you to be.
0: Uh, you know how entrepreneurialism is. Um, uh, gotta start young. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. Hustles and all that. I'm, Gig uh, economy. Buzzwords. <laughs> ver-
1: very big supporter of you. Uh, young people working in the industry. That's why I'm so proud to have Alex Matthews as one of our writers.
0: Uh, And and I cannot stress how big of a fan that I personally am of uh, the the Magician series.
1: Right, which is why we need to get this
0: IP thing sorted
1: out as soon as possible.
0: Yeah, um, uh, well, look, very technically, uh, we're talking about the Magician, the Superhero within our comic book
1: right yes yes Uh,
0: the the real life superhero the real life superhero the magician yes Uh, which i mean very strictly speaking isn't the character that is within your series this this is what kind of confused curtis to begin with Mm. Mm. Uh, do you have any issues with us using it maybe i'm jumping the gun here
1: no no You're right to come hatch this out. We've actually been working on a lawsuit for a little while, and this would be as good a time as any to lay it out. Oh, I see. Uh, Well, what's what's plaguing you? Well, perhaps you could uh, pass this on to the members of the New Wave themselves. Uh, You see from, uh, you know, we have admissions, uh, literally from the site of Helsicon, that the magician, the hero, uh, has based his identity explicitly on the Alex Matthews character.
0: I see i'm I can understand the problems there, right, which is why we've been drafting a cease and desist for a while now. Uh, okay, well, look to be explicit, I don't have any affiliation with the new wave i i'm I'm Curtis Harkwell's agent yes'm no, if i I talk to him, he talks to his contacts within the hero world and then that's how he sorts out his stories like, maybe. You know, I can bend his ear a bit into, into you know, perhaps getting some networking feelers out there, you know? Uh, put you in direct contact with the magician. You think you could put me in direct contact with the magician? Uh, maybe. Look, it's it's a stretch. It, it completely depends on Curtis's answer. No,
1: I'm a big fan of this. See, I've, I've always been against the cease and desist myself. Uh, you see, I think he's providing great publicity to the novels. You know, he's uh, going out there and doing the advertising for free, basically. Uh, yeah, uh, that would be handy. I would even be interested in getting him under the Skull and Bones Media label himself, which is why I've in been working. In what capacity? He, he pulls up papers and he passes over an offer and employment. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> That's fucking golden. Oh, I checked the zeros. <laughs> uh, six zeros.
3: The magician, the most employable superhero. <laughs> yeah, yeah. superhero. <laughs>
1: This? I, it is it is a lower figure oh okay yeah Then yeah. they're offering over the other place
0: it's an extremely generous author
3: 17 after under 17 <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah on the uh, the forbes superhero list. Yes.
0: <laughs> i i pick it up and i start scanning through it yeah
1: does he is, he, is he's completely cool with this uh do you want to give me a role to like examine this properly yeah I think I will reading uh,
3: the files yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this this
0: one's written a lot more critically than the other one. um is this is a assessor situation role I would say so yeah good. I like that. let me just get it's the all written in
3: like out. lingo and jargon and yeah is yeah that like, is, <laughs> like legalese. <laughs> is, that, is that draconic <laughs> yeah
0: and Jack dropped out of high school at the <laughs> age of sixteen um <clears throat> that is. A high number. Um nice. that is 14 for an assessor situation role. Great. Which questions are you asking? Okay. Give me it. A... Um I'm asking these questions about the situation. Yeah. Okay. Um What here can I use to determine where Shorthorn is?
1: Okay. Yeah, that's a pretty good question. Like you walked in, like you uh didn't see her mm. come in or anything like that. Um I think Actually I'll tell you right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Uh you've scoped the place out. You don't think she works here. Oh. Yeah.
0: Okay. Interesting. Um, <laughs> um I I guess then my my um follow up question is uh what here is in the greatest danger? The magician. <laughs> okay.
1: The, this this contract has ill intent to it. Yeah. Yes. Jack kind of presumed that. Yeah, you get the intent. Like he considers the magician to now be as much of a threat to him as Alex Matthews. Mm. He still hasn't connected that they're the same person,
0: but yeah, but he's definitely treating them mm. as the same
1: level of threat. Yes. Okay. Like he, he's already got Alex Matthews under his thumb. <laughs> mm. Now he wants to get the magician under his thumb. Um,
0: uh, yeah, Jack like like stands up from from the meeting. Um, and, like, like slides the employment papers um, across the table. Before he takes his hand off, um, he says to the he says to
1: Mister Living, "Do you do you want me to bring these to Curtis?" "Yes, please take those to Curtis." And then uh, here, he puts them in like a big like a black and silver envelope. <laughs> <laughs> there you are.
0: Um, I then pull them under my arm and I pretend to to almost leave the office. Um, Mm. I turn around and I say, "Uh, listen, uh, you you probably wouldn't be able to answer this question anyway.
1: Oh no, I'm a lot older than I look, you know, (laughs) (laughs) wise beyond my years. I've been told you rightly pointed out. I'm, I'm
0: kind of new, kind of young to this. And the agency that I work for is an independent one. And, and, I don't really have a major team that I'm working with here. Uh, I'm looking for someone to handle a little bit of light administrative work. You wouldn't happen to know anybody who could fill that role in a pinch, would you? I'm thinking.
1: And someone does come to mind. Yes. And he he writes out some details on a card. Whose details are they? (laughs) They are Georgina's. Yes. (laughs)
3: Yes. On,
0: <laughs>
1: um. Uh,
0: and yeah, yeah. Jack. Jack picks up this card and and he goes, uh, "Thank you, Mister Living. Uh, it's, it's been a pleasure. I'll I'll be in touch. Been a pleasure to see you as well." And I walk out of the office. Yes. Does <laughs> a little went like according to
3: plan a success, a success kick as he gets yes. the office. <laughs> um.
0: I. As like an epilogue to that, I get back to the slaughterhouse. And there's that big oil drum there with the flames, the yeah. Of one course. that I put yeah. the the book into way back. Yep. And I take this fucking envelope and yeah. I dump it into there. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and just burn that shit right up. As
3: mm-hmm. it burns, does the smoke turn into a skull and bones?
0: It does. <laughs> <laughs> and Jack just sits there watching it, mm. and um, and he goes, "We're going to get you, you bastard." Mm.
1: You can find us at RF Encounters on Twitter or as Real Fantasy Encounters on Facebook. We appreciate any support, whether that's leaving a review or telling a friend about us. Thanks for listening and see you next week.